Good morning, good morning. We are dancing in with Soul Makasa, Mano Dibango. This is Charlotte Farrell, your own Sister C, right here in the place to be, CJSF Radio 90.1, with your Friday Speak Up show. Have we got a treat in store for you. Good morning. This is your own Sister C with your Friday Speak Up show, right here in the place to be, CJSF Radio 90.1 in Burnaby, Columbia on the Simon Fraser University campus. Today my special treat is a recording that I did Tuesday of Poet On, a new podcast and radio show birthed in this safe distancing pandemic era. You're going to hear everybody introduce themselves and this is a show with intergenerational, international, cross-cultural poetry and thoughts about poetry. So let's check it out. Poet on. Poet on is a time for listening to poetry, poet, poets on your feelings, um, and just really exchanging some thoughts that we might have with each other about the work that we're doing in poetry. So to my left on the screen is Leslie. You want to introduce yourself? Okay, yes, I'm Leslie Hebert. I live in New Westminster. I'm a member of the Royal City Literary Arts Society. Um, I write a variety of genres. Um, I used to do web content, uh, flash fiction, and I was, when they were meeting, going to Poetic Justice on Sunday at the Heritage Grill, but of course that is not happening now. But uh, um, reading poetry there and appreciating the poetry of others. Okay, Judith. Hi, I'm Judith Ramey, and I'm uh, fortunately not bombing their Zoom meeting. I um, I'm here to listen and enjoy your uh, poetry. Okay, Judith is a part of our our poetry powered by age uh, podcast group, where uh, Herb is joining us as well. Hey. Would you briefly introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm H.W. Bryce, otherwise known as Herb, and I am a published author of Chasing a Butterfly, and I'm working on another one, uh, which is at the second round with my editor right now, uh, which is sort of an old woman theme. I, I live in uh, Maple Ridge here. Across the river from you guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and we, we have the honor of having the first lady on the line. I've played your music last week in my radio show. <laughs> so would you uh, introduce yourself to everyone? Hello everyone. Yao, Yao Saddam Hooks, Epsilon New Hulk, Onondaga, Wolf Clan, Geraldine Webster, JB, the first lady. I said hello friends and family in my New Hulk language um, and I come from the New Hulk nation and I come from uh, Onondaga nation and um, my hip-hop name is JB the First Lady and um, my English name is Geraldine Webster and I'm so happy to be here. I work with like a lot of young people. I do workshops um, around like uh, rhyming and rapping and song making and um, I also have currently five solo albums out and um, just working on bringing awareness 
I do lots of like political anthems. Um, and yeah, that's what I do. Okay. <laughs> well, feel free if you want to share any things musically as well as your poetry. So who would like to go first with sharing something on this open mic? We're all modest. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were the first to speak, and you know what they say, he who speaks first wins. <laughs> oh, there, me and my big lip. <laughs> well, this is sort of an ode to uh, the people we've lost from COVID. Here's my current blog. I blog on Facebook at herb.w.brice. This one's called, To Those Gone Before. I hope I'm not burying my mic here. I will not say goodbye, nor so long, but see you soon, won't be long. To your memory we kneel, with our love we place our seal to all of you who've gone before. You have a name, we will remember your name. You will live in our minds, you are here just the same. You have left us with love, so for memory's sake, we will hold on to your love. We will keep it safe for all of you who've gone before. We are barred from holding you to say goodbye. We did not forget. It was the law kept us out. We cried for you. We felt your loneliness. You were taken before your time. All of you who have gone before. You were much loved. You are much missed. You are not just a number, you are our precious one, you are our memories, you are ours, you are still ours, you always will be ours, you who have gone before. So it's goodbye to those who have gone before, we will remember you forevermore. You are not a number, nor a statistic be, you are our most cherished memories. You are and always will be ours, you who have gone before. So I will not say goodbye, nor so long, but see ya soon, won't be long. To your memory I kneel, with my love I place my seal to you who've gone before. Thank you. Thank you. There's a thing that we do that's called riff, which is reflective, informative, um, encouraging, friendly feedback. So does anyone have anything that you'd like to feedback to her? I found it very touching. Thank you, Herb. Thank you, Leslie Herbert. Hebert? Hebert. <laughs> we, have, we have Heberts in my hometown in northern Saskatchewan. Oh or we used to have when I was there. Yeah, so uh, yeah, my husband's family, uh, there are is a branch of the family in Saskatchewan. So who knows, maybe we're related. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we met in our previous lives there. <laughs> I like the feeling tone of the poem. It just really was like, I could see the people you were speaking to are the people that all of us have envisioned that have crossed over through this virus. So I just, uh, Thank you for that. Yeah, Those thank you. Uh, yeah, the uh, the repetitions there are, were inserted for a purpose, so I hope it served its purpose. Mm -hmm. Thank you. 
Um, who would like to share next? Yeah, okay, I've got a, a, a COVID-inspired poem as well. Um, you know, people have talked about this uh, fighting the virus as if it's uh, we're fighting a war, so that kind of inspired this one. Uh, I call it The Trenches. I have become a warrior. My tank, a Pontiac. My armor, a bandana. My weapon, hand sanitizer. <laughs> I leave the shelter of my home trench. No muck and bullets here, just warmth, dryness, comfort, and go over the top to the front line, grocery line. I keep the enemy at a distance to avoid microscopic landmines. I am a spy infiltrating the internet to discover the weaknesses in the supply chain of toilet paper and tissues and bleach. <laughs> the daily business of the trenches is a routine grind like any other, inglorious, anticlimactic, unreal. Cherry blossom snow falls softly as the supply chain breaks. I plant my victory garden in the backyard sunshine and channel T.S. Eliot. This is the way the world ends. This is the way the world ends. This is the way the world ends, not with a bang, but a whimper. I <laughs> love it. <laughs> love it. Brilliant. I wish I'd have done it that way. <laughs> That's super. It's a great lift, speaking to the virus. JB? Uh, yeah, I really I enjoyed that. I can remember uh, the time of the cherry blossoms that you're mm -hmm. referring to, and it just brought me back because on my street there's like a whole like row of cherry blossoms, and people would like come and take photos. But I remember it just brought me back to that same era. So thank mm -hmm. you. yeah, so obviously I wrote this this spring <laughs> when things were looking really bad. I, I lamented missing the cherry blossoms because I wanted to go and take pictures. When I first came to Vancouver, I thought, oh my goodness, this is fantastic. There's in so many places, not just in one place. So mm -hmm. yeah, thank you for that imagery. Okay. Uh, would you like to share a poem, JB? Or a song? Sure, I would love to, yeah. Um, I just gave birth. Uh, Four months ago, I have a oh, month congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, four month old son, and uh, yeah, this is a poetry that I wrote while I was um, while I was pregnant. But we, as Indigenous people, we call it like life givers, and we're like supernatural beings because we're women because we give life. So, uh, yeah, this is about how I was feeling while I was. Um, carrying my son. I feel the grandmother, grandmother moon energy. She controls the waters that are inside me. It guides me to the mountains and the river to pray, to give thanks for this life I was given, this life I am making. I am in ceremony. Ceremony is supernatural, supernatural being, life giver, life river, flowing and growing. The journey is for my family. This journey is for healing. This journey is for the future generations. I look forward to meeting my baby. Our grandmothers prayed for you. 
Memoirs in the ocean tides high, stars collide in the sky. New beginnings, rebirth, reliving, life giving, passed down sons and daughters, taught by the good mums and fathers that honors, not bothers, the modern and ancient. And nice. myself. I, I like that uh, picturing grandmother, you know, the, the moon looking down and watching what's happening within your, your, your body or what's happening with the, the world with this new being coming. That, that took me to that place. Yeah, it's a lonely poem. It's the connection between the moon and the water and the movement in your body and, and the idea of new hope. It was very inspiring. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to share a poem called Dry Your Eyes. And um, the minister looked down at his congregation, and among the women, he saw the one smiling through tears. She was long at the altar call, couldn't quite get up off her knees. She was long at the altar call, couldn't quite get up off her knees. The minister called upon God to give him some words to comfort away all those tears. To give him some words to comfort away all those tears. He called down to the woman and said, Woman, woman, rise on up. Dry your eyes and straighten up your back. Put your hand in God's hand and walk right on back. Dry your eyes, straighten up your back. Put your hand in God's hand and walk right on back. She rose then with hugs and handshakes for those all around. But God whispered to the minister that there were tears streaming down her heart. There were tears streaming down her heart. Her intense pain pierced the minister's heart and he intoned, Woman, woman, your quiet tears burn the bowels of the earth and even the oaks sense your sadness. All power overtook him at that point and he commanded, woman, woman, rise on up, dry your eyes, dry even the ones that we can't see. Straighten up your back, put your hand in God's hand and walk right on back. The woman turned around and looked in the minister's face. She smiled to herself, and after a while she said, I have looked in the face of sorrow, and I've taken God's hand. I've looked in the face of pain, and I've taken in God's hand. I have looked in the face of death, and I have taken God's hand. Whatever may come, you can be sure that despite the tears on my heart, I've got my hand in God's hand. And he's helping me to work it through. Wow. Nice. Great. I love that the rhythm, the power of the rhythm, it was. Uh, yeah, again, the repetition sort of works. Carried, you carried me along. I just love that. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Yep. I had a time of being that woman. I, I, I've raised three children. I started out with a husband, but I ended up raising them uh, by myself. And I, it's, you know, there are always things that 
people are threatening to cut off, take away or whatever. And so I, I went to church and there was a visiting minister and he called for an altar call. And I literally, I couldn't get up off my knees. <laughs> and, and I can't remember what he said to me, but I wrote that poem some point later because I, I thought sometimes uh, when you're in a moment and you're feeling spirit, sometimes people might feel sorry for you and, and misinterpret. And so I thought that in retrospect, there have been these different times that really not, never let go of, of spirit, no matter how dark it is that, you know, God's spirit is still there. And so I've, uh, I, I, that's where the poem came from. <laughs> this is from the uh, Black Lives Matter phenomenon. And we're all hoping that we wake up to a new dawn. It's called a knee. A knee in protest, a knee on back. A knee for freedom, a knee on neck. How far the human track to recognize a path to respect, to join the human race. Diversity, not divisibility. Where have good manners gone? Courtesy counts for so much. Honey attracts more bees than mustard ever could. Knee on neck, stranglehold, hands tied behind the back. Such courage, how brave, pile on pack, bar no hold. The grassy knoll, who pays the toll? What can we agree on? Can we agree that life is precious? Can we agree that life is precious? Can we agree that life is precious? Make recognition that this is a universal belief. Good law, number one, that every life is precious. A knee of protest, a knee on neck, like neon signs, but what the heck? Power rules, a badge gives might, rights are grabbed, rights are kicked, sore heads, sore necks, and may God bless us. It's a black man, it's a black and white world out there, the black one burns, it's not their turn. A knee for freedom, a knee on neck, DOA left dead on deck. A knee for life, a knee on neck. Why did no one step in and check? A knee in prayer, a knee on neck, a knee of hope, a knee on neck. A knee for kindness, a knee in thanks, a knee in gratitude, a knee on neck. A knee for mercy, a knee on neck. A prayer for health, a knee in back. Breath of a breath is life, God given right. Stop the breath, you lose your sight. Who are you to negify God's gift? A knee on neck, not yours to give. You got to respect the right to live. If you can't, should you forfeit yours? A knee in prayer, a knee on neck. This is not a quid pro deal. This is a prayer's heartfelt appeal. This is a given answer to the appeal. Answer the appeal. Colored world, colored mind, colored thinking of every kind, black and white, too extreme. Many hues in every stream. Thinking should be thinking. Never colored, never dyed. Not whitewashed nor hung out to dry. Think in logic. You can do it if you try. Try compassion before you die. 
need for mercy, need back, confess your sins and give back, a need for equal rights, a neon neck. What the heck? I got a badge. It's a rough scene out there. Yeah. To, plead for, to plead for understanding and, and, and mercy and, you know, handshakes. Not yeah, that last line kind of put it in perspective for me all of yeah. a sudden. Um, thinking about the connotations of knee that we're going through. I mean, you know, when do we kneel, right? Um, usually it's an act of prayer. And it kind of reminded me of Sister C's poem. She was kneeling at the altar too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so just this whole conflation between kneeling at sports events and the knee on the neck. Just, mm -hmm. yeah, it's just such a, a mix of images. It's a hard contrast, eh? Mm hmm why, why can't we see this? And, no, I think that hard contrast in the poem, the way you keep coming back to that so many, I mean, there were some places where police took a knee with the protesters. Mm -hmm. And then the, all of a sudden the NFL people have said, oh, they don't mind if people kneel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, after their initial <laughs> reaction to the first yeah. one. Uh, and so I think that it makes me think a bit about the, the power of poetry. Where do you see uh, a poem like that being used? Is it something that people might take when they're in a consciousness raising or when people are taking the oath for an office? Where this could be read? Mm -hmm. Oh, just about anywhere. Uh, oh, it would be nice. I, I, um, I have fallen into a close relationship with two black ladies in the States who write on such subjects all of the time. And one in particular uh, uh, reads hers on camera. And she, uh, she liked my poem very much. And she asked, to let her know when I posted it so that she could repost it and get it out there. So yeah, that that's one one place it could go. I could see it be performed as a rap as well. A rap? Yeah. Yeah, if I could learn rap. <laughs> there's, 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 sorry, there's a um, story slam that happens on Main Street. Um, I think it's once a month. I don't have the information on who to contact to participate, but they're doing Zoom meetings too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was invited to that. One of the people that I thought was going to join us tonight, uh, Rupert, uh, has sometimes brought people together because different people. Um, invite people to come and then they have a story slam or poetry slam and yeah that spot on main street is really wonderful so i'm thinking maybe we will be able to do some outdoor in the park safe distancing <laughs> uh, six <laughs> feet apart <laughs> readings because it is uh the more i see people on zoom i'm very sad afterwards because i want to touch them i want to mm. touch them i want to be with the people but uh I think also schools, though, because 
do you remember in going to school, was there ever a poem that was really meaningful to you that stuck with you at different times in life? Are you talking to me? Oh, to anyone. For anyone? Uh, the poems of Wilfred Owen have always resonated with me. He's a, a World War One poet, uh, basically about the horrors of war. Yeah, uh, he was one of my favorites too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there's some yeah, poem, uh, I really like um, Pauline Johnson. Yeah. Ah. And actually, I'm from the same like reservation as her, and she actually has a memorial in Stanley Stanley yeah. Park. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was like really good close relations with Amish people here in Vancouver. Yep. And uh, yeah, just like, and her poetry was also. Uh, really political as well so that's like her holly johnson and buffy st marie are like my like inspiration mentors oh, love buffy yeah. love buffy you saw her uh perform in uh, toronto in a park many many years ago and it, to know to to think buffy you fall in love with buffy <laughs> she's still at it she's great yeah she's great she she actually asked me to uh, make some of her songs into rap songs. Oh, is that right? Oh, that's great, great. Yeah. So I was able to do that um, last year. I'm gonna, I'm still like working on it, like doing final touches and stuff, but I want to, uh, yeah, put them out. I'll let you guys know. Yeah, I'm gonna say, please let us know when you got it going. <laughs> that's wonderful. Yeah. It was so small to meet her, and I was like so honored that she asked me to do that. Yes. Uh, she has her new book out, like her authorized biography, and the writer of it um, knows me and was like introducing her my music to her, and she was like, yeah. Like, ask the first lady to make my songs hip-hop. And I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's a I guess so. Yeah. Well, that was cool. <laughs> he's like a guy on television on uh, with Richard Krause. Uh, he's a urologist, and he started off uh, as kind of a singer-songwriter, but abandoned it to have a career and everything. Now he's gone back, and he's made a record. And he says, while he was making a record, uh, he got to have singing lessons with uh, with our other queen of Canada music. Uh, Oh, come on, you know who she is. She was at that big. You know, uh, I mean, Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell. Yeah, ah. he, got, he got singing lessons with Joni Mitchell. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, you're asking about poetry or what have influenced when we were young. I only remember one poem, and that was Daffodils. Oh, and, and, uh, I think I shall never see a poem lovely oh, as a tree. Yeah. yeah. Very much so. And a short story called Never Come Monday. So um kind of living that now that I'm not in the work world anymore. I don't have to worry about going to work on Monday. <laughs> uh, I had the opportunity to do some poetry at, well, a lot of different places, some churches, but also at a maximum security boys' prison. And a grandmother 
uh, invited me to come there and share some poems. And I was thinking, well, I don't know whether they would like my poems. So this is one called Jumping Off. Jump, jump, jumping off. We got some justice jumping off here. Jump, 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 jumping off here. We got kangaroo court justice jumping off here. We got pure prejudice justice jumping off here. Jump, 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 jumping off, jumping off on justice. Drive-by justice is jumping off. Closed-ear justice is jumping off. Some real strange justice is jumping off. Words twisted around justice is jumping off. Rich over poor justice is jumping off. Status quo, dump the pole, justice is jumping off. Jump, jump, jumping off. Illusionary justice is jumping off. I'm jumping off on justice. Under the steeple, we jump through the night. But robe-clothed injustice is a total blight. In this justice-fresh era, let's jump toward the light. Jump, jump, jumping off. Time to start jumping off for love-based justice. <laughs> the guy said, don't worry, Sister C, if you come back up here, we'll get some beats together for you. And I can see parallels with uh, the style of Herb's poem as well, with the use of jump and the different connotations of jumping there. Uh, I like the reference to the kangaroo court. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's happened to so many people. Yes. So, so. And it's the caseload of the United States that has the largest population of incarcerated people, brown and black people, mm. they make money for a prison system. And so as people are talking about re-examining these caseloads and looking at the things where people did get railroaded, they get uh, picked up for something as simple as not having the proper permit, that issue about uh, refunding or defunding the police but shifting money in new york they've already decided that the police won't handle things like tickets for people that don't have the proper permit for food trucks uh, because that gives person a person their case you know a person says you got to throw away your food somebody gets mouthy they get angry they lock them up for being belligerent and you know it just goes on and on well i have a jumping off point too and the other day i heard part of a broadcast on the radio about how witnesses to police actions, witnesses who are filming police actions, were having to almost immediately get backup from a lawyer for um, interfering with police actions or whatever. Was um, this in Canada? I didn't hear that name, but it was... Um, on the radio in the morning and I only caught part of it and I was absolutely mm -hmm. horrified. So bystanders are being um, not ticketed, but followed by police for potential charges for interfering. That's very frightening, actually. Yes, it is. Oh, like big brother country. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the CNN coverage of the protests, they showed a, a news team from the Netherlands that were completely beaten up by uh, uh, police people. They, you know, they hit the people's camera. One day they arrested the crew for CNN uh, because they were out filming how they were treating uh, protesters. So, was that in the States, Charlotte, or was that in Vancouver? Well, that was in the States, but there were one of the stations did show someone in Canada whose camera was taken because they were filming the police right. harassing someone. Mm. They just don't have the details of 
Yeah, this whole concept of a wellness check is very strange. Um, I know uh, one incident I was involved in, my son phoned the crisis line and he said something about, oh, he felt like, uh, you know, he was feeling that maybe he was feeling suicidal or something like that. The next thing we had police at the door mm. and you assume that you phoned the crisis line in confidentiality. Right. Oh. And, and it could have gone sideways, you know, it could have gone yeah. anyway. So I think that's what is so important and wonderful about the role as writers and speakers and performers that having the opportunity to, to have a stage or, as you say, somebody just through sharing where people see something on Facebook or they see it somewhere and they can share it to other people. Thousands of shares happen in a day over something that people have either mm. written, sung about or taken a video. It makes me think of there are a few times I, I, with full credit to you. First Lady, that I've played still here because it related to, we had roundtable discussions around issues and um, that being still here. Can you tell us a little bit about what stimulated that particular, was it a poem before it was a song? Uh, actually, well, I've been doing lots of advocacy for indigenous people, like since I was a young person. Well, still young, but yeah. <laughs> Compared to the rest of us. <laughs> um, but it's like basically the song is like like my life's work in one song. Like all of like everything I want to say, everything. Um, but also it's like a healing song. Like it's to like put all of my rage and all of my sadness and all of my anger of how Canada treats Indigenous people. Um, so, yeah, everything I want to say is in that song, like 100%. So it, it was at a time um, after Colton Bushi, I don't know if you've heard of him. He was a young person who was shot and killed by a farmer. Um, and his, that farmer was uh, non-guilty for killing and murdering this young indigenous man in Saskatchewan. And also uh, Tina Fontaine is another young person who was murdered and their uh, murderer was non-guilty. And that happened in a span of a week where these non-guilty verdicts came through. And as a youth advocate for youth voice and representation and participation in our communities, that really broke my heart because I just like really felt um, the injustices that our indigenous people feel um, on a regular basis and um, just wanting to use my music as a place of, um, of healing, but also of healthy rage. So yeah, still here, no matter what. Um, no matter any type of genocide that us as indigenous people have gone through, we are still here. Like our spirit is still here. You know, there could be pipelines, there could be Indian Act racist policy of Canada, there can be no clean water for, you know, indigenous communities. There could be missing and murder indigenous women. And still today, you know, there was a inquiry and there was recommendations from the community and from the family members and nothing has been done. And within 
a year of the inquiry and the, the report and the recommendations. That's when Chantal Moore, who was on that wellness check, was shot and killed by RCMP. So it's just like, I need, as an artist, need to showcase how we can express our rage and transform it into awareness. So still here is, that's what it is. The images that you have in it, they're quite, they're intergenerational, you know, have people of different ethnic ethnicities in it. And just, it's one of the most powerful songs that I've seen because it just has these different scenes and the, 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 the word continuing to be repeated, still here. We're still here. I just yeah. in my spirit sometimes I want to hear that song because, you know, we wake up in the morning with the COVID and, and it's a thing that we can say, yeah, we're still here. And I think that that kind of, um, I don't know, how do you feel, Leslie? Do you feel in being able to write that that's kind of your mission to help people know that they're still here and that they're here to do something with their lives? Um, I'm very sort of sheltered right now, very isolated, and a lot of my writing is, is honestly just for myself. Um, I really appreciate this opportunity to share because I haven't been doing any sharing. I've been sort of missing the poetic justice, but, you know, if anything I write touches anybody else, you know, I, I really treasure that. And then around democracy, um, that we see that other leaders around the world have really gone toward trying to suppress democracy. And um, I know that you have braved, as you said, you've working with young people. What are some things uh, that you tell young people that you were working with? Are you encouraging them to write or what are you encouraging them to do as an expression of democracy? Yeah, um, just encouraging like, like especially indigenous young people are like immigrant, refugee, youth, I work with them as well. Um, to just say like our stories haven't been told as indigenous people or people of color, you know, like a lot of like people that are like going to universities and colleges, you know, a lot of the philosophers are and writers are like of white European descent. So, you know, how do we as like in this time, like capture what is happening for our people and even just people in COVID right now. I saw an article, it were encouraged to, as writers to capture these moments because this is like definitely a time in history that is unprecedented. <laughs> and just even for indigenous people, like as much as injustices, like, you know, just in the last week, you know, Washington Redskins are changing their name. Um, you know, Standing Rock, the pipeline in America was stopped. And um, in Oklahoma, half of Oklahoma um, was given back and in, is said it's indigenous land, like native people. So that's like a huge victory in yeah, all. Really. And, I, yes. and we owe it all to Black Lives Matter because Black Lives Matter brought anti-racism and systemic racism to the forefront to call these things out and to so it's like justice you know so for me i need to write you know like our friend here said they're like in isolation you know i as much as there's injustice it's time to have some victory songs you know some victory things so i encourage young people to really uh talk about the, their story because our stories haven't even been told yet. And um, indigenous filmmakers and 
movie, you know, television and poets and music makers are just coming into the forefront because we weren't allowed to even gather. We weren't even allowed to be together. So um, that was just like in 1951. Um, the potlatch ban was lifted. So um, we would be arrested, essentially, if we were gathering before then. So um, it's really, really powerful when you can really hear the voices of um, Indigenous people, because we haven't been heard yet. <laughs> so, well, you've been silenced yeah. by the system. You know, um, being raised in the education system here in BC, we were given the colonial perspective and that's all we were given. And we were, so we were deliberately denied access to what was going on. And it's continued up until very recently and only because of the protests had any of the, uh, knowledge been filtered through to the um, quote-unquote white culture. Um, so, so determined was the system to shut everybody off from one another. So I've been really interested in learning because you know what's happened. You know all along what's happened. Um, one of the geology textbooks I was reading and studying in college said that um, Custer's last stand was based on not settlers particularly, but because there'd been a gold rush mm -hmm. and the army was there to protect the interest of the mining industry and the settlers as a sideline. But it's just going on. And that came up with Chief Dan George of the Tooth when he played in the movie. And the Tooth, no, they've known all along <laughs> what's gone on. And if we don't listen to them, it's our loss. It really is. Um, so all the power to you. Amen. I hadn't, uh, you know, growing up in Europe, I, you know, hadn't known too much. I mean, I'd seen cowboy and Indian movies and that was about it. But uh, as part of, I was doing some research into our family history and I got a, a book about, um, it was U.S. history and this whole thing about the, um, uh, the way that the natives were cleared out of the land, the manifest destiny. And I was just horrified because you could see these maps and they actually showed where people had been moved from the East Coast and pushed further and further west, you know? Yeah, there's an estimation. Just a shock to find that out. Yeah, there was an estimation of 100 million um, Indigenous people in so-called like Americas. And um, just even just recently, um, my dad is actually writing a book about smallpox in our community mm -hmm. in Bella Coola, which is like northwest uh, coast of BC. And um, there is an estimation of 30,000 New Hulk people. When smallpox came, in one month, we went down to 300, so 1%. So that's exactly what happened at that time, too, before, like, 
like from a hundred million to a million mm -hmm. down to one percent. So there was like a huge massacre that we don't really know all of. I think we're gonna really hear about it because like that's what I love about this time is that we have the language. Like it's almost like that poetic justice, but it's like unlocking all of the history um, that we're gonna know about where we can like make it right, you know? So I think that's coming very soon. And that's what I love about our language right now is that we're naming it and then we can heal from it and then we can create that justice. So it's an exciting thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, another thing that's exciting is that, you know, there's, there's the tragedy of COVID, but one of the things with kids being uh, homeschooled, uh, last night the governor, <clears throat> excuse me, governor of California, uh, shut the state down again and said students will not be going to school. But there's an opportunity for poets, writers to have material that's there for the people that are homeschooling. There are all any number of people who are getting their courses or getting their programs certified to be accepted by this, you know, their districts as equivalent to what is required for, the, for a student to pass. Uh, Something that's happening uh, here, as, as some of you know, I'm also um, so uh, do the Speak Up show on CJSF, and uh, with different institutions asking themselves, how have we treated the people of color, the Black, Indigenous, and people of color, with respect to highlighting their issues and topics of the day, and then how we, as creative artists, can play a part in bringing about a shift to a better world. So we could hear some more of the First Lady. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, should I do like a song or do you want me to do like a poetry? A song would be good. A song? Okay. Um, I wonder if I can play a beat and then you guys can hear it. Is that cool? <laughs> okay, yes. That's a great thing about this technology. We don't have to have the whole band there. You can find it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay, I'll do still here, but a remix. Okay. Can you hear it? Can you hear it? All right. <laughs> Are you guys ready for this? <laughs> Oh. Celebrations, abusive relations, hundred and fifty celebrations. Comments that you hate and debating, keep the records to be usurpated, divided and shaded. But we're still here. We're still here. We're still here. Hold that other. We got it. Hold that. My father in sight, women warrior fight. I wanna break the circle in the circle, mom, but the lock, turn on no just for hustling. A head by a century, awaken the spirit, be fearless, include it, no limit. I spit it, I risk it, I hit it. It's written, never bitten. A path to my descendants. It's important to make a presence, representations at all levels. We are all rebels sent from the heavens that are loving and loving. So many yet seven of loving to dismantle the culture, to gather, to master, to shatter the system. I know it's missing. I see the gaps, I have the maps to take it back. Uh, yeah. Stolen locations, abusive relations, 150 celebrations. Common section hate and debating. Keep the reconciliation faded, divided and shading. But we still here, we still here. 
We still here. We still here. We still here. We still here. Call me on my cellar. Hear my words and my verbs and my actions. My words and my actions. Better make it happen. Shutting down the street. I complete. I defeat. We just retreat. No need to press the beast. I've never coupled these middle things up, but I couple piece water with sacred. Yeah, I'm hated. Why me is hated? Still native kids be taken till treaties off the ticket. Still the stupid, not educated. This is stolen land. The time is now. You demand. The occupation is out of hand. United we stand. Kill the mask. I say the people kill the ego. No sequel. No one is illegal. Power to the people. Together we are better. Talking sick of pets feather. Yeah, talk to sick of pets feather. Uh. Stolen locations, abusive relations, 150 celebrations. Comment section hating, debating. Keep the records to the age of dating. Divided and shading, but we still here. 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 And rising. Thank you. Thank you. Great. There's several times you, you mentioned 150 years. Could you illuminate what that refers to? Yeah, so 150 uh, celebrations. So um, during what was happening um, in like three years ago, there was like this whole thing like, let's celebrate 150 years. But like we as Indigenous people know, you know, we've been here for over 10,000 years. <laughs> so, <laughs> and we've been taking care of this beautiful land you know so we need to to like have justice for indigenous people like there's like no clean water for over nine reservations 90 reservations that's and, totally shameful yeah and like since covid has happened there's been nine um nine indigenous people who have been shot or killed by police um so that's really needs to be looked at and our policing and rcmp and some of the you know our leaders think that systemic racism isn't happening for our indigenous people and we need to stand up for that at all of us and we know we can create change because we're seeing that within you know the united states you know getting justice for for the black community, so. Yeah. yeah, and I really like what you said, First Lady, about transforming your rage, you know, using it for healthy ends. Um, very often rage can be turned into humor or activism or, you know, just to do something constructive rather than just kind of raging at the machine, as they say. Yeah, and transformation is so very much part of the Northwest Indigenous culture as well. I've seen uh, transformation dances, transformation masks. Yeah, yeah, and just like seeing our traditional roles as indigenous people, or even in the black community, you know, how hip hop has is like from the black community and seeing how it's coming out in a contemporary form of, you know, poets, mm. uh, artists, you know, and the arts, you're seeing like break dancing, you know, like there's like this one amazing documentary called Rise and it's about um, crumping and the, how the crumping style, like 
in America and it showed right side by side African dancing and how they, it's the same movements. So it's like how hip hop is like the youngest culture, but it's from like stolen people, the black people from Africa and how it's coming out in a contemporary form. So for me, like as an indigenous person, my community is mentoring me to be the speaker of our, of our family in our ceremonies, potlatch ceremonies. So um, because I'm like a facilitator, I work with youth, I'm an advocate, I you know, get asked to speak about our indigenous issues. Um, it's like, it's coming out in contemporary ways through hip hop. And that's, that's the youngest culture in the whole world. And it's like, even the United Nations looks at hip hop as the number one youth engagement tool. So it's just like so powerful to see how, you know, this music has really transformed in a contemporary way of, of the roles of the black community and even indigenous and, you know, Latin, Latin communities as well. So, and how we intersect as indigenous and black communities, you know, we, we created blues, we created, you know, jazz, like that, all the music, there's amazing documentary called Rumble, where it talks about that intersectionality of how, you know, that music was created and how the, us as indigenous and black people influenced like a lot of the biggest like music makers. So I encourage you guys to see those two documentaries because it really showcases like these amazing roles that is coming out in these contemporary forms that I just referred to. So Yeah, and that intersectionality of culture is a very fertile creative field. You know, a lot comes out from so this place where cultures meet. Right? The call and response of ancient African people, that call and response is you know carries through jazz through blues and carries through up to, to hip hop. I think as people are beginning to look back at history and see these connections and even more work will come up showing the intersectionalities. Um, I was going to ask you, are there any numbers or people could call or sites that they could look up if they wanted to be involved with any of the movements that you're involved in or people that want to be supportive or people that want to find out how to get involved with writing? Yeah, um, definitely um, check out Tiny House of Warriors. They're um, a group of like women who are on the land, who are doing like frontline work, very heavy lifting, being right on the direct path of, you know, these pipelines that are really difficult then. You know, they always need um, help, like monetary help. Um, definitely check out there's so many different things. Just like try to look up different artists, you know, play them on your Spotify, your iTunes. Like that's how you can like really support them as much as they can. You know, I know Bandcamp is putting out lots of different um, things during COVID where 100% goes to the artists. So buying their album, I know it's like kind of, <laughs> um, it's just like, yeah, that's how you can support our artists. I can't really remember off the top of my head right at this moment, but yeah, definitely check out those things. Like anything that comes across your screen, I, I know each and every one of us want us 
to see people have justice and whatever which way you can do that is like the best way yeah and i would say um powered by age there are two things that some of the people within this group are working on and it's the 411 senior center in vancouver we have a podcast program where there are sometimes poets there are people doing presentations and they can find those episodes at on all of the podcast spots spotify um, iTunes and the website, and it's just powered by by age. If you went to Spotify, then dash powered by age, you could hear different episodes. Um, we are also with the CJSF radio at CJSF.ca. Uh, if people look on the website under spoken word, they might see um, possibly this program. I have to ask you all, since we have said we, this is a podcast creation program, if you have any objection to our recording being played on a podcast spot or on CJSF radio spot. No objections. I'd be happy to. Um, during COVID, you know, we weren't able, people weren't able to go into their radio stations uh, across the country, uh, but particularly in the collegiate system. So we had to learn how to produce shows from home. And so with these shows produced from home, there are also some spots have emerged. So I've been looking at where there are places that we could put poetry and other creative arts. So you and other people, you can encourage to come on to our POET, P-O, accent mark, capital E-T, POET on, on Tuesdays at six. And uh, we'll be just looking at other things we'll be doing. Canada Days is coming up. Canada Days are those three days of culture at the end of September, and they're encouraging people to look at how we might do things like have people write uh, a six-word story, how we might have a poetry marathon. We might decide uh, we want to set a Guinness record for 24 hours of non-stop peace poems and 24 hours of non-stop enlightenment poems. But these are things that we can do together as we, you know, join in and share our poetry and share our thoughts. So I want to thank you, Leslie, Herb, Judith and JB, the first lady. Uh, we need a throne and a chair to put down in front of Parliament for you. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next time. And you can tell others about our poet on time. I'll see you again in the Speak Up Show 10 o'clock here at CJSF Radio 90.1 in Burnaby, where we support the solutions to the COVID 19 crisis, including emphasizing the usefulness of wearing masks, raising the vulnerability of indigenous and older people, raising the importance of mental health support, and advocating for improved conditions in prisons. If you want to know what time it is, it's always love time, poem time. Love time, poem time, love time. shine. Love time, poem time, time for words to pattern and rhyme. Love time, poem time, time for words to wash the wounds, bind the lashes and play bassoon. Love time, poem time, time for poems, poets and singers. Time to untie all life's ringers. 
poem time, love time, time for you to reveal.